Literature and Psychology by Dr. Saideh Malik Afzali, Dr. Daniel Rockers, and Dr. Alex Andrade from Tabana Organization. Tabana is a non-profit mental health organization organized in Sacramento, California. Tabana seeks to help individuals and families to strengthen their capabilities and to thrive. Aired on Saturdays and Sundays from 12 to 1 o'clock weekly. A warm hello. This is Dr. Alex Andrade with Dr. Daniel Rockers and uh, our colleague, Dr. Saide Malakavsali is not here with us for another episode of Culture and Psychology, but she's here in spirit. Uh, thank uh, yeah, two days in a row, two days yeah. in a row. I think, uh, you know, she's playing hooky at this point, you know, and so, yeah, we're going to have to ask her for a doctor's note when she comes back. That's right. You don't yeah. go away yeah. without permission on these. <laughs> and so, yeah, today, since Saidee's not here, uh, we're going to talk about whatever we think about. So uh, one of the things that uh, it's kind of happened, uh, I think this last weekend, actually, weekend before last uh, there's been some uh, at the Oscars, I believe it was Oscars or Grammy Academy Academy Awards, Academy Awards, Academy Awards. Thank you. Uh, there was an incident between two very large and popular actors, um, large as far as uh, kind of social status, if you will, uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, it was something where I, I, I wasn't watching the award show. Uh, I didn't watch it live. I learned about it through social media, through uh the news actually. Um, but essentially, and, and again, definitely jump in Daniel, cause I don't have all the details, but uh, what I heard was that uh, Will Smith had gotten up on stage after host and comedian, Chris Rock made a comment about uh, his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, regarding her being bald. And uh, because it was related to her, undergoing cancer treatments or uh, having cancer. Uh, Will Smith uh, got up on the stage and slapped Chris Rock. And from there went, sat back down in the audience and yelled a couple of times, keep your, you know, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. Um, Chris Rock seemed to kind of uh, recover and try to continue to host the show. And that's where the clip that I seen at least ended. Um, but yeah, since then, there's been a lot of you know, public response to that. A lot of uh, actors and celebrities, uh, apparently the Academy has even kind of, you know, mentioned, you know, possible, you know, uh, consequences, if you will, for, for Will Smith. There's been a whole kind of slew of things that have come out from that. Uh, before we, we go on to some of the things that have come out from that, was that your understanding of the story or what happened? It, it turns out this was one of the rare times I happened to be watching television. <laughs> I don't I don't watch TV very much at all. And usually it's just maybe a, a movie or a show on Netflix. But Jan wanted to watch the Academy Awards. And I said, yeah, I'll watch for a little bit. I really don't like watching those things very much <laughs> at all. And we happened to be watching when it happened. Oh, wow. And so Chris Rock got up there and was going to announce, you know, how they get up and they 
as a comedian, he's going to he starts off by kind of warming the audience and saying some funny jokes before introducing the movies that were nominated for this particular award. Yeah. And he's making the jokes and Jada Pinkett Smith had the shaved head look. Mm. And apparently it's because she has alopecia. Uh, okay. And uh, that's what she did. Anyway, they were, she and Will Smith were sitting and looked like in pretty much in the front row, front table. And so Chris Rock gets up there and he's, you know, doing stuff and talking and making jokes. And he says, yeah, um, he, he looks at somebody in the front row who is Jada Pinkett Smith and says, yeah, um, looking at, looking forward to G.I. Jane, too. And so something like that, it was a mm-hmm. reference to her not having hair because Demi Moore and G.I. Jane had shaved her head for all that. You could see then the audience or the camera briefly flashed to both Will Smith and her, and she kind of rolled her eyes. And then Chris Rock carries on with his performance a little bit. And then suddenly Will Smith is walking up on stage mm-hmm. and Chris Rock goes, oh, um, and says whatever the name of he was in his movie. Okay. And we just saw it from, we could see Chris Rock's front and the back of Will Smith as he was coming up. And you could just, I saw the arm swing and you heard the contact. And I thought he punched him. Oh, wow. And you could tell it was like very confusing. And they cut the sound off real quick but they showed Will Smith back in his seat. And that's when he was yelling what he yelled there at Chris Rock. Chris Rock says, hey, you know, it's just a joke. And then Will Smith said the same thing again. So pretty bad obscenities coming out of Will Smith's mouth. And it looked like a total loss of impulse control at that point. Yeah. Wow. I I mean, I guess the the first question that comes to my mind too, I mean, because when I seen it, I thought it was fake. I I thought, oh, this has to be like a skit or something like that. Did you get a sense watching it live that that was a skit maybe, or like that it was maybe a a real situation? A tiny sliver of uh, entered into my mind, but it looked very real. And you could tell, Mm -hmm. you could tell when Will Smith was using the F word. Yeah. It was pretty clear and they had cut the sound. So, yeah, yeah. And then you could see Chris Rock trying to recover. How do you recover up there? You're a comedian. And how do you recover up there to go on to announce the award or the nominees yeah. or the thing? And like publicly assaulted and shamed. Assaulted. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Oh. And so then we watched and it, or, or it went on. Actually, I, stopped watching after that i'd something else i'd rather do <laughs> but I could, so the he, most interesting academy show ever and you still wasn't enough for daniel rockers <laughs> anyway but i got to see then later on will smith won an award for the movie that he was in oh it was the one about uh, venus and serena williams yeah he played their father yeah he played their father so he gets up and accepts his award but he is he never actually apologized directly to Chris Rock. But what he did do was he, there was a lot of tears coming down his face and he referenced something that I think Denzel Washington said to him, which was um, be careful because at the, just when you're at your highest point, that's when the devil comes to get you. Mm. 
So he had demonstrated that, yeah, a lot of things went on in his mind after he did that. Yeah. But it was, and he attempted to apologize there, but he didn't, I, what I said to Jan was, well, he didn't really actually say the words to apologize to Chris Smith. He tried to make up. Chris Rock, yeah, yeah. Or Chris Rock, thank you. So he he tried to make up for it. And then I saw later, like a day or two later, where he had done some, I guess, on Twitter or something like that, where he made some apology that was more direct. Yeah, I heard that too. Kind of a day or two later, uh, made a a verbal apology via, yeah, the social media too. Yeah. So anyway, that was the story as I saw it. And as I saw it, it looked like that was... That was out of line. Yeah. I thought all of line. It wasn't okay. I, I and I, I just yeah. Here's I, my thing. I said this is what yeah, I said. Yeah. Look, if you sit in the front row when there's a comedian, you are a target. And so when you go to a comedy club, don't sit in the front row unless you are okay with being made a target, because that's what comedians do. That's yeah. How I I agree, but also too, this is not a comedy show. This was a, a, an award show where people are supposed to get, you know, acknowledged for their accolades. And I think it's, you know, tricky, too, because I, I think one of the things I was thinking about, too, is is I think it was poor taste on both of their parts. Like Chris Rock shouldn't have been, you know, he, he probably knew what was going on with her. Um, you know, it sounds like, you know, it wasn't something that uh, Will Smith or Jada Pinkett Smith were hiding in regards to her health. But like some things are low blows. Like if somebody has alopecia, like you don't make a joke about that. I mean, G.I. Jane too, that's a 1997 movie. That's come on. You, you got to have a more current reference than that. If you're going to, you know, talk mess about it. it's like, that's just, I, I think I've talked to before on the show, low hanging fruit. Like it's not, it's not even tasteful in that way. It's like, you're, you're calling her G.I. Jane. Like what, what is that about? Like what? Yeah. I know you're swinging at everybody, maybe in the first row, but you know, Chris Rock, I mean, he's a, he's a great comedian, you know, to, to, to try to almost like capitalize on somebody's health in that way by making a joke about it. I feel like that, that was like maybe, you know, poor taste, but again, Will Smith too. I mean, that's, you know, that, that type of reaction, like you said, the lack of impulse control, which is kind of scary. I mean, he's a, he's a role model. Uh, He's prided himself in, you know, even like his, his music, when he made music, he prided himself in not cussing in any of his music. So it's just like, for him to be on stage, uh, you know, into, you know, in front of, you know, the world, if you will. The world. This yeah. That's internationally televised. Yeah. And his peers. And that's the other thing is peers who he works with the, you know, the, the, it's like, it's like if you were at a company, you know, a, a meeting and you, you know, slapped, you know, one of your coworkers, like, you know, could you imagine the repercussions there both personally and professionally? And so, yeah, I think there's a lot. Of, I'll say this. I think there's a lot of feelings that I have about this because, yeah, it, I think it touches on so many different pieces. It's just like, you know, what Chris Rock did, what Will Smith did. Uh, yeah, you're right. I totally agree with you. You know, he's a comedian. That's what they do when a comedian hosts. They always rip on the audience. They always rip on everybody. But, you know, you kind of know that going in. Yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah, you can get upset. You can be annoyed. You know, maybe even on social media, you say, hey, that was wrong. I don't appreciate that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just the way it evolved. It was just it was so strange. I think strange is the best word I can can use. I just it really I don't know. It, it's it's hard to, to kind of 
make sense of it, uh, given, you know, these people are, you know, kind of role models, whether they choose to be or not, you know, these are, you know, we, we look up to actors, comedians, uh, you know, uh, sports players, there's a, you know, I think there's a sense of responsibility and duty to carry ourselves in a certain way, when you're that kind of public figure. It's, that's part of the package. I know I heard, this was many years ago, somebody was, uh, talking to a, a like an NFL football player who had done something and he's like saying I don't want to be a role model and really at that level it doesn't matter what you want whether you want to be a role model or not you are that's part of that package you are a role model and that's just what you get yeah. Yeah. That reminds me, there was a rapper uh, by the name of T.I. And same thing. He said, I'm not a role model. I don't ask people to look up to me. And it's just like, no, but you are because of the position you're in, the status you are. And it reminds me, even when I was in grad school, I had a professor who had said, you know, I'm going to I look at before we accept you in the program, I look at your social media, because if you're having all these pictures of you being drunk and partying, you know what, your clients can look that up just as easily as I can. And as a psychologist, you have a responsibility to, you know, present yourself in a way of a psychologist as a mental health provider, you know, there, you know, you're looked at as a healer in society. And if you're, you know, having that image out there, that's not, you know, that's not what we, that's what people think of. That's not what this school encourages when it comes to somebody who is, you know, has the duty to be a healer, to be a psychologist in that way. So I think that's something that even is imparted upon me. Like I have, you know, a responsibility to, you know, to my patients, uh, even to the public. Again, I'm not famous by any means, but like I am a you know psychologist and there's something that comes with that, a responsibility, if you will, that comes with that. Yep. It is uh, Rockefeller said with every possession comes a responsibility. Mm. And I think what's happening now is we're entering a phase in our own evolution where a lot of the possessions may be things like um, our roles, whether you want to be a role model or not, that is something it doesn't matter what you want because when you're a role model, you're not the one choosing that you're a role model. It's other different people who are selecting you as their role model. So we don't get to choose what everybody else does. Well, it looks like we've uh, reached a break. Uh, again, uh, culture and psychology, Dr. Alex Andrade here with Dr. Daniel Rockers, uh, our good friend and colleague, Dr. Saide Malakavsali is not here with us. Uh, but yeah, we'll come back in a moment and continue to talk about some current events uh, that have been happening in the world. Uh, related to the recent uh, Academy Awards and some different thoughts and ideas and feelings about it. So continue to listen.
از کجایی باور آمد که گفت گر روید سر بر نگردد سر Welcome back to Culture and Psychology. I'm Dr. Alex Andrade here with Dr. Daniel Rockers. Good friend and colleague, Dr. Saide Malakafzali, is without us. We are not without her. She is without us. And uh, But we do miss her. We do miss her. And so uh, without her today, we're talking about uh, some of the things that have been transpiring in the uh, the, the world, the, the movie world, the, uh, what would we call it, the acting world comedy world celebrity world there you go celebrity world yeah yeah not that we talk about these things too often but uh i think it's relevant just in regards to as we were mentioning a moment before the break these individuals uh have some social you know status some social uh you know appearance and influence if you will uh you know kids look up to them you know people emulate them want to you know respect them um you know, Will Smith, I know, came out with the autobiography recently, too. Um, actually, I was wanting to read it. I haven't read it yet. I'll maybe wait for the amended copy now after uh, what's happened. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, Interesting to read it in light of what happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I have it on an audiobook. I have to check. But um, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, something that uh, we were talking about him and the... Uh, what's the word assault on Chris rock, the, the physical altercation between the two of them uh, with him, you know, slapping Chris rock during the Academy Awards uh, in front of the whole world uh, as, as well as his peers and colleagues. And so, yeah, I think uh, there's a lot to unpack in this way. I think the other piece too, that I wanted to mention that I, that really resonated with me and uh, you may have thoughts about this or not, but I just wanted to mention it. Uh, I think as a, as a man, uh, it's one of those things where a lot of times there's an emphasis on handling conflict and disagreement by going to those physical kind of uh, areas. We, we, we will fight, we'll threaten, even posture, you know, physical violence in that way. And it, I think it was, it was really disheartening, I think, for me to see these two people who are, you know, icons in the world of, you know, TV and, you know, music and media uh, to, to kind of to, to act on those things. I, I think too often, you know, that is something that is programmed in us as men that we need to appear strong or intimidating, uh, that if there's, you know, a, a danger or an issue or conflict, you know, that it can escalate to, you know, that physical violence. Uh, again, I think you could say, well, you're a psychologist. All you want to do is talk all day. Uh, you know, that's why you want to talk about these things versus do something. I think I see it as it, it deteriorates, uh, you know, violence tends to deteriorate. And, and further separate people than actually unite or allow healing. So it's, yeah, you know, sometimes people think, oh, you fight and you get it out and you, you hug it out afterwards. It's like, oh, to, to, to physically strike another person, it's very, I always think of it as very demeaning to a person's sense of their personhood, if you will. Um, a bad example that I, related to this that I've always said too, and not that I'm, I'm proud of this by any means, but 
I have, you know, younger brothers and growing up, you know, we would get in physical altercations, but for me, there was this thing where, and again, I don't, I don't think I ever said this to my brothers, but we would wrestle and we would tussle and we'd even like punch each other, like in the stomach or the side or something like that, or in their leg. But there was something that to hit them in the face, I would never do to me to hit one of my siblings in the face. It's like, that's who they are. That's their identity. And so to hit another person in the face is, is, I mean, I feel like you have to loathe a person to not only, you know, hit them in the face, but to, to get to that point of physical violence. And so for me and seeing that it was again, really disheartening, really disappointing to see, you know, these two men, you know, uh, kind of, you know, acting this out in this way. Um, and again, I, I don't think from what I seen, Chris Rock did not retaliate in that way. Um, but, uh, you know, again, even just seeing that perpetrated towards him was, was still very upsetting. Yeah. Thoughts, reactions to that? Yeah, well, he, um, well, Smith went, went rooster on Chris Rock. That's what I say. He went, what is that? Ter- I've never heard that. What's that? He went I rooster. Did, well, I made it up. The oh, other did night. you? I, it sounds I've, like it works. <laughs> I've not heard anybody else say it. Well, if you think about roosters, if you've been around chickens, roosters are, they're doing this thing. And there's a reason why people have cockfights where they get the roosters and the roosters will fight the other rooster until one of them dies. And they bet, you know, people bet on that, but that's because these, they're just, they just get so enraged and they just attack. I have to imagine that's what happened for Will Smith. He just, he kind of lost his savoir faire and, and just, I mean, to do that, to do that to somebody is one thing like, on the street or in an alley or somewhere (laughs) to do that when you're all dressed up at a fancy place, cameras are all on, you know, everything is being recorded and it is being televised and not just locally, but nationally. And I'm have to believe internationally. Oh yeah. That's a, and it's going to be recorded. You, this is, that's big. That's very, very big. And so that's, some I like that's like somebody being possessed. They just he could not contain himself. It was and and he wasn't done after he did the uh, physical altercation. Man, he like yeah was, was doubling down by saying what he said, and he didn't say it just once. He said it two times. Yeah. I have to believe there was Jim Carrey made a comment too. He says, I don't know what's going on with that guy, but there's something inside that hasn't been resolved. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't disagree with that. Something got touched and boy, he, that dude lit up. Yeah. And I heard there was a, a bit of a history between them uh, in regards to the, the, you know, some verbal, you know, conflict or kind of maybe, you know, jabbing, but, uh, and I don't know the extent of it. So maybe a lot more than I know, but uh, from what I heard, it's not, something that's never escalated to that point too. And I think especially too, at that point in their career, at that point in our life, I think that's something too, we think of as you've matured, you've grown, you learn how to handle situations like that in a way that doesn't have to result to physical violence. I think we think of it too, as a very immature way of handling conflict or, or, you know, uh, things disagreement in that way. You know, if you, that what you said reminded me of something that actually was very much a in the media or in a movie 
type of a response. That fits with this, you know, things magnified and somewhat violence being glorified in a lot of movies. Sure, That's yeah. the sort of thing you would expect to see um, a screenplay written in a screenplay where somebody is going to act that out in a movie. And it just goes along with that. I think I mentioned it on yesterday's program where it's like, you know, it's this current ethos of gotcha, or I really showed them or, you know, really, really even the score when somebody gets you on one. It's kind of like that. And it's sad. I think it's just this extreme polarization. It seems to be okay to try to zero somebody out in that way. It's yeah. not, that's not the world I want to live in. Yeah. yeah. That's not the spirit of, of uh, the people I want around me. Yeah. So. And, yeah, and I think it is, it's, it, I think in addition, in addition to being a little disappointed by it. Yeah. I think it was kind of saddened in that way. Cause yeah, maybe along those lines that that's, you know, there maybe people are saying that that's okay, or that's understandable. And it's just like, that's, that is not what we need in the world right now, more conflict and more tension. Uh, you know, there's enough bad things that are going on in the world that, you know, to kind of have celebrities, you know, again, these icons, you know, fighting with one another, just like, oh, man, like, this is, this is, you know, these are our role models, this is what we're seeing in the world in that way, something that you know, the Academy Awards is supposed to be a celebration. You know, they're supposed to be an enjoyment of like, look at these things that, you know, movies we've made and things that people have enjoyed. That's why people go to the movies. They don't want to think about, you know, all of those things or no, it's fake. It's fake violence. You know, it's like, okay, it's make believe it's a story, you know, let's feel good about it versus yeah. Seeing this kind of, you know, play out in that way. It's just as disappointing is the best word I can think of. I can imagine there were a lot of people there who were just thinking, just let me out of here. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you have done? That's a great question. Would you have left? Do you think you would have left? What, what would you have done? You, you know, I I don't know. It's a good, that's a really good question. It's like this. Here we're talking about this high-profile event that I assume is looked forward to by all the, the famous people. Um I'm, I would have been disgusted. I think like I was disgusted. Yeah. I think I might've left the event. Yeah. I think I was, you know, if this, yeah, I think I probably, if I wouldn't have left early, I think I would have left early, but even if I didn't leave early, I would have said, you know, if this is what this is coming to count me out, I yeah. don't, I'm, yeah. I don't need to play this. Yeah. I want, yeah. I wonder too. I mean, I feel like there'd be a pool. I know if it's like ice, if I'm thinking like if we were at a, conference of other psychologists you know like we've been in the past i think if i seen conflict between the two of them to get to that point i, I would want to intervene you know and i don't know if any other celebrity kind of intervened but uh yeah i'd want to be like hey like whoa like this is not what we're doing like we're not this is what we're, we're not supposed to be doing this to each other in that way um, oh you know what somebody one of the uh and an other actor was up i think announcing another nominations for something after that and he was african-american also and he said that too he says you know what i something it was really pretty good and pretty measured he says you know we can sort this stuff out later this is not the sort of thing we need to do here it was in that spirit it was it was very good 
good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what Will Smith's when he got up there and talked later, he talked for quite a long time. Oh, did he? I'm going to have to watch that one. Yeah. I hadn't. Yeah, I it hadn't was about that. 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Even, wow. Which is way, way longer than anybody. Probably else. getting the music and everything, too. I bet the music guy was not going to tell him get off stage at that point. You know, he's just like, I'm not telling this guy anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let him talk. Let him talk. Yeah. As a yeah. hothead, man. Yeah. But it was when he was when it won the award for the uh, the movie. I think King Richard, it's called. Yeah, King, King Richard. Richard, exactly. But he talked. It, the things he said were pretty good. He just didn't go quite far enough and apologize directly to Chris Rock. But you could see it had touched him. I think he really knew, like, mm, boy, I got way out of line there. Let me ask, do you think, well, maybe I don't want to ask that question of you. Never mind. I, I, I guess the question that came to my mind is does Chris Rock maybe owe him an apology? And I could see them both maybe owning their own parts to it too. I think it's, you know, tricky when you get to, you know, who, you know, who to blame and who, you know, who went first and who to apologize. I think both, you know, they both had a part in it. I'll say that. And so, you know, I think it's one of those things we think it's important to own our part. So yeah, I could see that being something, you know, both of them maybe, you know, reflecting on. I think that's true. I think that's true. Both should own their part. My take is I didn't really, I just figured with an, a comedian, I mean, I've been in comedy clubs and I see how they work. And so that part didn't really strike me as that far out of line. And it looked like, and I read some more later and he's been in movies with her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They they were, I it seemed like fairly close. So it wasn't like, he just took a pot shot at a stranger who had a problem and he didn't know they had a problem. I don't know. I don't know all that background and that history. I just got the sense like, ah, this is what happens. And, you know, comedian says a thing is pretty offensive. And usually a lot, I think no matter who you are, you go to a comedy show, you probably find there's a lot of offensive things that are being said up there on stage. Yeah, It's a place where people go and it's, try to let go and yeah some jokes are on me and some jokes are on them and yeah okay yeah. but yeah i think owning everybody owns their part yeah would be a, a fine and appropriate thing that would have been a a much better way of handling it after <laughs> yeah definitely well we reached another break uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll come back and uh wrap up the episode uh, for the last part before I don't know if we'll have a message, a takeaway message. Uh, well, maybe. We, can have, we can have a takeaway message about handling conflict. There you go. Yeah. See, there we go. Thinking ahead. Perfect. All right. So we'll come back from our break and then we will uh, kind of wrap up a, a last piece before going to that final message to you, the listener. So again, we want to just uh, thank you for listening to myself, Dr. Alex Andrade, Dr. Daniel Rockers, and uh, Dr. Saide Malakavzali, who's not here today, um, but is a core aspect of culture and psychology. So definitely thank you for listening, and we'll be back in a moment.
کاری گر بخواهیم گر نخواهیم باقی Welcome back to Culture and Psychology. This is Dr. Alex Andrade here with Dr. Daniel Rockers, a good friend and fellow psychologist. Saide Malakov-Sali is not here with us today. Uh, And so Daniel and I are talking about uh, some recent current events that have happened in uh, the media and happened uh, most recent Academy Award uh, between uh, two actors, uh, comedians, I guess you'd call both of them too, uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, we were just mentioning, uh, yeah, just the impact that this has had uh, on you know people, the idea of violence, how that's uh, kind of maybe displayed. I think you made a great point too, Daniel. I mean, these are people who are in the world of you know movies and make believe, and it almost seeming like something out of a movie in that way. And so, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are still trying to make sense of it. And uh, yeah, what this is, you know, how this is going to you know, resolve or resolve uh, into what. So uh, yeah, definitely something that has been kind of shocking, I think, uh, even to the point where we're talking about this. And like you said, you know, you don't watch too much television. I, and I, yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't see it live. But uh, yeah, it's definitely something I think that's kind of, uh, yeah, noteworthy. Somebody is probably at this moment writing a screenplay about the lives of Will Smith and Chris Rock and their intersections and their uh, leading up to a night at the Academy Awards (laughs) to slap herd around the world. Yeah, I seen that's what it was uh, kind of labeled as the slap herd around the world, which, again, I think is. Yeah, which I think. And again, uh, you know, media has a way of, you know, kind of, you know, aggrandizing, yeah, aggrandizing, elevating these things too. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it just, I, I don't like when things are used in that context of, 
let's, you know, make this popular and, you know, glorify this in a way of like, oh, look at what happened. Look at this conflict between these stars. But uh, that's a big thing, I think, now in uh, a lot of media, a lot of uh, social media, too. And so, yeah, it, it makes it where it's like that's, you know, maybe some people aren't having the response I'm having to it or, you know, it doesn't feel as bothersome, uh, maybe because of that reason. Well, do you think that because these all of these people there are role models just by virtue of what they do, do you think that that was interpreted or is being interpreted by some people as making it okay? If somebody says something that outrages you, you go up and you slap them? That's a scary, scary thought to think that somebody can interpret it that way. But yeah, sadly, I think there probably is going to be some people who say, yeah, when it comes to certain things, that's okay. When it comes to somebody talking about my spouse, that's okay. When it comes to somebody talking about my family member's health, that's okay. Is, is it ever okay? Uh, not just to perpetuate or, or to perpetrate towards another person, but I always like to ask the question, is that how you want to be? Is that the person you want to be? Yeah. 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 And, and definitely, I mean, I, I think, you know, I'd want to stand up for, you know, a family member, a spouse, if something negatively was said. But again, I think there, there can be a way that that's handled that, uh, you know, doesn't have to be that, that physical violence in that way. Would you have gone up on stage and slapped the uh, performer if it had been you? Well, I think I mentioned in, in the show yesterday, uh, my cousin is actually a comedian, Carlos Rodriguez. If my cousin said that, I would slap him just because it's my cousin and I can slap him. We could wrestle, you know, but <laughs> no, in all seriousness, uh, I, I don't I don't think I would. I, I'm trying to think of like, what would a per- I was thinking about this earlier. What would a person have to say to me in order for me to do that, especially like you said, on that public level in that way? You know, so I was thinking like conferences that we've been at, I was trying to put myself in that position, a conference that me and you are at, we know all our colleagues are there, friends are there. What would somebody have to say to me for me to do that? Because I would be thinking about, first of all, how do I want to be? But then I'd also be thinking about the the respect of, you know, my colleagues and my friends and, you know, how they would want me to handle that. And so I think there'd be a lot of things that I'd be reflecting on so much so that it would deter me from actually acting on that. And I, and I think, again, I do want to say, I think it's normal to some degree for us to have that feeling of, I want to hit somebody or I want to punch somebody, whether we're a man or a woman, I think it's normal to feel anger and to want to react to that anger. But I think that's where kind of we, we come back and say, wait, does this align with how I'm wanting to be? Is this, you know, going to solve anything? Um, you know, I, I think there is a time maybe for violence. I mean, I, I would say in the sense of if our life is being threatened, you know, we're being attacked. Yes, we're going to defend ourselves. We're going to, you know, uh, enact violence in that way. But in this situation, I, you know, we're at a conference with our colleagues and peers. I just really can't see that. I could see more likely me telling somebody off, maybe cussing somebody out. <laughs> like, again, not that I want to say I'm proud I do that, but I could see doing that way sooner than I can see actually physically, uh, you know, assaulting, you know, a colleague or, you know, uh, somebody at a conference that we were at. 
I hope you don't want to not go to conferences with me anymore, Daniel, after I said that. You're like, Alex is going to, he's going to pop off at somebody. He's going to go all rooster on somebody at one of these, <laughs> at one of these conferences, one of these days. Yeah. I'd be lying if I wasn't a little concerned. <laughs> as long as you got my back, Daniel, as long as you have my back. Hey, hey Daniel's in my corner. He's, he's yeah, going to rooster too. He's going to rooster too. <laughs> bro, I don't want to be, I don't want to go rooster on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, when you asked me the question earlier, would I leave? Were you talking if that, if I was in Will Smith's shoes or were you talking if I was in the audience watching? Uh, I meant as an audience member. I think that's how you took it earlier. Is that right? That's, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I think if I was in his shoes, what would I do? I, I think I would either leave at that point and i probably i don't i don't know that i'd get up and make a spectacle of it i think i'd mm. see if there was some like break or something like that and i just like hey let's get out of here i think mm. this is bogus but he couldn't really do that because he was up nominated for an award and won an award later although people have not shown up for those awards and won awards I was thinking it might have been powerful for him if I, I felt like maybe he would have said more if he did leave, because then he could have left and said why he left even too. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I. That's a that's a tough question. I yeah. think I probably would have ejected from there and said, yeah. "I don't think I like this. How it's going?" Yeah. Let me put you on the spot a little bit, Daniel. We were at a conference, and I was starting to rooster. I just need to know. Would you be there roostering with me? I just, I, I need to know. Uh, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I Just so you know, I did not expect, I did not expect you to say yes to that either. And so again, this is why I miss Saide because Saide, I think she would rooster with me. She would rooster. She would, I think she would go rooster too. Yeah. She would rooster. I, w- I would get out of her way. I would get out of her way. If she was roostering. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't. I don't really want to get into big conflicts, not especially not in front of a group there. Yeah, yeah. Well, good to know. I'll definitely make sure that Side Day is nearby if there's ever a need to rooster. So <laughs> I'm like, Daniel, uh, I think you left something in your car. Uh, Side Day, I need you to come with me and then we'll uh, yeah, resolve that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let, we have to wrap up for today. We're at our, our last break. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back uh, to leave listeners with the message in regards to our, our conversation today. So again, uh, Dr. Alex Andrade, Dr. Rockers, Daniel Rockers, Dr. Saide Malakavzali, uh, here with Culture and Psychology. Take a quick break and come on back. شاید این بار کمی بهتر نمشت عاشقی را غرق در باور نمشت قصه ها را دیگر نمشت از کجای Gardatsa 
All right, welcome back to Culture and Psychology. We're going to wrap up our discussion today in regards to uh, some of the recent uh, public events that have been happening uh, related to Chris Rock and Will Smith. Uh, what we'll probably leave listeners with, uh, hopefully something inspiring and encouraging in regards to our conversation. So, uh, Daniel, did you like to go first? Uh, should we pause in silence for a side day? Uh, what, what, do we sh- what, what should we do next? I think just power through it, man. All right. All right. I'll, I'll let you I'll let you go first there. I'll jump in. My thing is think before you act. And uh, in a situation like that, do a little self-monitoring, which is think about how it's going to look before you take action. Because what Jim Carrey said was important. He says that is going to be around for the rest of these guys lives. Yeah. That that event is not going to get forgotten. Yeah. It, it's going to always be there. I mean, if G.I. Jane, the movie, hasn't been forgotten, <laughs> that is not going to be forgotten. So yeah. do some self-monitoring. Think before acting. Yeah. Uh, great, great point, Daniel. I, I'd want to leave listeners with the idea of just uh, asking the question, you know, is that how I want to be? Uh, there, I always say there's no shortage of times where, you know, life tests us, people test us. Uh, whether, you know, you're a woman, you're a man in regards to, you know, feeling like our ego or pride, uh, you know, is on the line. I think at the end of the day, you know, we need to be able to look ourselves in the mirror and say, you know, I'm living in a way where I'm aligned with my values and what's important to me so that we don't act in a way that doesn't align with who we are as well as who we want to be. So asking that, I think in those times of stress and challenges is really important. Definitely. Well, uh, yeah, I think this has been an okay show without Side A here. Uh, you know, uh, definitely she adds to it. We've missed her. Uh, we appreciate you listening, even though she's not here today, uh, but she will be back. She will return. So again, this is Culture and Psychology. Uh, you joined myself, Dr. Alex Andrade and Dr. Daniel Rockers. Uh, continue to listen. Uh, you can listen here on the weekends uh, with Bam Day Radio, as well as uh, the podcast. Uh, you can type in on Spotify or Apple uh, Culture and Psychology. You'll find us there. Uh, also, don't forget to check out our website, uh, www.thetavana.com. That's www.thetavana.com. Uh, hope you have a good rest of the day, and we look forward to hearing or you hearing from us soon. Yes. Take care.
خان و غزل خان لشکر غم را به در فلک سخی نمانده این زمانه هر بزن تا بی کرانه سرنوشت را باید از سرنوشت شاید این با کمی بهتر نوشت آشقی را غرق در باور سهارا 